Welcome to the Level Up Your Life podcast with Erica Dale, where you will get real and relevant information to help you grow your network marketing business and level up your life. Hey, hey, Level Up listeners, happy Tuesday. Um, crazy, I don't think I've done in podcast like the entire month of May, so my bad, but uh, if you guys have me on social media, um, I am, I've been traveling often. I've been hopping into different markets of my company, of my team, and really just trying to put the pedal to the metal um, and, and run to the next rank in my company. The goal is by the end of the year, but ideally at our next uh, event, which is in October. So just a lot of fun things going on, getting back out and doing events. And um, I actually love it. I love you know presenting. I love being in front of the room and sharing our, our opportunity, sharing our products, and really just helping people to step into that greatness, right? It's kind of the biggest passion that I, that I have. So please excuse my MIA. I will try to stay consistent moving forward. Um, but at the end of the day, this podcast is for fun, for education, to help you guys grow. And it's definitely not my, my number one. I know we, we have to prioritize. I did a training the other night for my team talking about um, overwhelm. And this is not what this podcast is about today. But I basically said if you are someone that, that feels overwhelmed, you probably don't have your priorities in line. And that's a hard truth to hear, right? Because we, we think we do. We think we know what our priorities are. But if you're feeling overwhelmed, that's typically when you need to maybe step take a step back and have like a 36-foot um, a view and just say like, okay, that could go or that could be, you know, not, not a must but a need or a want and just change some things in your life. So that being said, uh, what I wanted to talk to you guys about today is just this the society that we're in and the way that we handle things when we don't like what we hear or what we see and typically when we don't like what we hear or what we see it's because we're feeling guilt or we're feeling shame or we're triggered and it's it's funny there's a reason I'm talking about this I just did a reel um let's see I posted it on I don't even know if I can see what day I posted it Nope, I can't. Anyways, I think I posted it just like a couple weeks ago, and it was crazy. It was just this stat that I read or I saw on Instagram, and it just, something hit me when I saw it, and I was like, I'm going to share this with people. I had no intention of this reel going absolutely bonkers, but like I said, I think I posted that maybe two weeks ago, if that, and it just took off over the weekend. It's um, over, it's almost to 700,000 views. It's increased my followers on Instagram by like four or five hundred and it's gotten me a ton of leads now I'm not telling you this to go and mimic my post you absolutely can I don't care that does not bother me uh, I, I think that that's flattery honestly but that might not be your audience so just because someone's real or TikTok is blowing up you want to make sure you're still talking to your audience so you guys we could get into social media another time you can go back to, to further to previous podcasts um, this is not a reels training. This is not a social media training. But why I think that's going crazy is because it's putting awareness out there that a lot of people need to hear. A lot of people don't want to hear. And so I am getting a lot of positive, which is great. 
Um, but I'm also getting a lot of flack, right? I don't want to go as far as to say hate, but you could say that. And so I'm kind of sitting here pondering on this. I'm, I'm actually in Pennsylvania today. I got here yesterday. I have an event tonight and an event tomorrow. So super exciting for our local uh, Edinburgh, Meadville clan out here in Pennsylvania. For those of you that don't know, I lived in Meadville, Pennsylvania for like five or, five or six years a while back. I moved back to Indiana in 20. 13 2014 2013 2013 um so it's kind of crazy it's kind of surreal to be back here but I was thinking last night as I'm, I'm reading some of these comments and I reply to all of them even the really hateful ones um why are people this way why are they so negative and now part of it is because it's social media right because we can say whatever we want behind our keyboards I call them keyboard warriors and I'm not saying that I'm not um, innocent in this this partaking, right? I'm sure that I've spatted out things on social media or or saw something I didn't like and immediately like attacked the person or whatever. Now I really try not to do that. I don't think that that's appropriate, but we are we are all human. But my thought process is this: when we see something we don't like, when we feel guilt, when we feel shame. It's typically because there's something in our lives that we don't like, that we don't, we don't want. And so when we see it put in front of us, it, it really it exacerbates that, right? It's like, oh my gosh, that's me. Oh my gosh, I'm doing that. But instead of saying I'm doing that or that's me and having awareness, we lash out. We attack we, you know, whatever it is, and that's guilt and that's shame. There, there are two different um, feelings there for sure. But I think that people feel guilt often because of things that they've done, just kind of what I said, or a failure to do something that they feel they should have done, or thoughts of I'm wrong. And so instead of just taking that in and having awareness, which a lot of people did on my post, which I was very... Um, very grateful to see that because again that's really what my platform is about is the awareness and sometimes awareness the hard truths we don't like right we don't like them but guys that's how we grow that is how you're going to grow so the post was this if you haven't seen it it was a stat on um your your children parenting and i'm going to get to reel you back into what what my target audience is or what i've figured out but it said that by the time your children are 12 years old, they will have already spent 75% of the time that they'll ever spend with their parents. And by the time they're 18, it's 93%. And I read that and it stopped me in my tracks. And you guys know I'm not a parent, right? I'm a dog mama. I've got two baby, two puppies that I miss crazily after leaving yesterday, but I'm not a parent. I'm not. So I'm not here telling you I'm holier than thou. I'm not here telling you that if you're a parent that I've walked in your shoes. I can't say any of those things. But I am an aunt. I, I am around families all of the time. All of my friends have children. Some of them little. Some of them big. Right? I, I was telling Jesse the other day, it's funny because um, three of our parent friends have open houses for their kids this year. They're seniors. And I was like, oh my gosh, we're, we're of the age that we could have seniors in high school. I mean, Jesse more than me. I'm only 37. <laughs> Just kidding. I mean, I absolutely could have had a kid at 19. But some of our, our friends have kids that are graduating high school. And 
I'm watching these parents and I've watched all different kinds of parenting. Also, guys, I have a degree in psychology. I have a master's in school counseling. So I've studied this. This, is, this isn't just like some, some person who's not a parent spouting out. It's not me being judgmental. It was literally just me sharing a stat first and foremost, right? But it was a stat that people couldn't handle reading or hearing. They couldn't handle it. And they feel guilty. And instead of saying, I feel guilty, I would get comments like, that's a lot of parental guilt. Um, what else did I get? I'll read some, po I'll read some positives to you guys. Um, let's see. I'm not going to read them all, guys, but it just just people that didn't want to hear this. And the reason they didn't want to hear this is because probably somewhere deep down inside, they didn't do this. Maybe their kids are already older. They they didn't seek out other opportunities. They didn't make... This is, this is going to piss some of you off, and that's okay. I'm, I can handle it. I'm a big girl. I love you guys. Again, this is about growth. And sometimes we need to get angry. Sometimes we need to, to feel feelings to actually have some inner thought and some inner work to create what we really want, what we're really after. Some people aren't willing to make the sacrifices to be at home more with their children. And I know what people will say when I say that, well, I am making the sacrifice because I'm out working. I don't disagree. But we all have choices. I have... Um, I'll share a couple stories with you about parents that I know and these parents if, if I were to if I were to be a parent these are the ones I would emulate if I were to become a parent these are the ones I would go to for advice because I've watched them raise their babies and I've watched the children that these these kids have turned into like these young adults two two families that I'm gonna talk about one when they got started having babies they were young they were like 18, 19 years old. They had no idea what they were doing. They didn't have the greatest role models. Um, and they moved away. They moved away from their families. And it was probably the best thing that, that, that ever happened because they didn't have a crutch. They didn't have built-in grandma babysitters, which I think is amazing. I, I mean, my, I watch my sisters and they don't use my mom, but they do it when it's necessary. It's accidentally turned on in Siri. That was cute. But these parents, this mom and dad, worked opposite shifts so that they never had to put their children in daycare and so that someone was at home with them at all times. Now, why they got the notion to do this at 19 years old, I really don't know. In fact, when the mom became pregnant and had absolutely no clue what to do, she didn't know anything about being a mom, she went and got a job at a daycare before she had her baby so that she could learn, so that she could practice. Now, that's a smart 19-year-old woman. And these, these parents today now have four children, and they, they range from 14 to 19 years old. Young women, young adults. And the 19-year-old has like $20,000 saved in her bank account. She's working, she's going to school, she's super smart. And I'm not saying it's just because her parents were home with her all the time, but there's gotta be some sort of correlation. Another family that I know, they both were working and they really needed two incomes, right? Because I, I know that, that are, there's a lot of you that relate to that. You guys, our world is crazy. The amount that it costs to live in our world right now, and especially in America, 
you you have to have two incomes. I get it. If you're raising babies, you need two incomes. Shoot, sometimes I think I need two incomes to raise a dog. I get that. That's not the moral of this this story, and I'll give you some ideas after this. This family had two jobs, and when they became parents, they decided that the mom would stay home. The dad was making more. It made more sense for her to be at home. Now, it can be opposite, guys. It can be the dad that stays home. It does. This is not women shaming. This is not women belong at home. So don't go down that rabbit hole, please. The mom stayed home, and then when her babies were school age, were out of the home a lot more, she then began to work again. They sacrificed. They, they, they struggled. They provided their children with everything they needed. Needed, guys, not wanted. There's a difference. Some of you are out there spoiling those children, and you're using the, that, the fact that you have to have two jobs to do that. No. They, they gave their children an incredible life. And once they were in school age, once they were old enough and didn't necessarily need mom at home all the time, she went back to work. And now she's flourishing in her career. She's a rock star. And they have grown so much in their finances. Like they're in their 40s. They could probably retire right now. Now they're putting their kids through college, so they're not going to. So they, sat, they struggled and they sacrificed. And I've talked to them about this. And they said, you know, when we were when our babies were little we would watch all of our friends and we were we you know we were looking at them like man how are they doing that like how do they have the new cars all the time and these these big houses and the newest clothes and the newest shoes for their kids like we we can't do that well because they were sacrificing by keeping one of them at home but again i'm looking at at the the opposite i'm looking at the children that they've raised and what they're out doing as, as they're going into college and into the workforce and they're incredible now, correlation does not equal causation. I understand that. I have another friend who has eight children, yes, eight children, and his wife stays at home. She homeschools, he works, and he works a lot. He's still a very present dad. But guys, they are sacrificing in some way or another. And so I wasn't putting that reel out there to shame or to guilt. Honestly, let's be, let's be completely honest, I don't have the power to do that for people. If you feel guilt or you feel shame, it's on you. No one can make you feel that way. So let's get that straight first. But second, my intent was not to judge. My intent was not to make someone feel bad. My intent was to spread awareness. My intent was to say there's another option. And that's my passion is, is moms or dads, people that want to create something different, a legacy, a different way for their children a way to be at home with them more, a way to be a more present parent. That is my passion and my purpose and why I feel like I was put on this earth because I do believe that there's a better way. And I've watched it with my own eyes. People in my own team who have escaped the rat race, who are now thankful because they are a present parent. Now, I'm not saying that there's not sacrifices still. There are always sacrifices, there are always choices. But what I'm telling you is we all have a choice. Now listen, I know some of you are, are single parents. The, the ability to not work is not a possibility. I get it. I absolutely get it and you do need to do what you need to do. That being said, what else are you doing? Are you in a network marketing company and you're just putting a toe in the water? But hey, I'm in this company. No, go do something about it. You have choices. 
And some of you have, have made the choice, which is great, but you've not made the decision. You need to go all in on your company. You need to go all in. Because even, even if it's just to get out of that job or to, to work less hours, to be home more, whatever the reason that you joined is, guys, you need to go all in as if your job didn't exist because there's a possibility that it won't. And then what? If you're working right now as a single parent or even as a dual, a double income family because you have to, what happens if that have to goes away by a choice that you don't get to make? Then what? And I'm not here to lead out of fear, you guys. That's not my purpose. I, I hate that style. But let's be realistic. How many people do you know that have lost a job didn't see it coming no fault of their own really it was a downsize it was a closure it was whatever what happens if that were ever to be you and you're stressed out now having to work and already be be away from your children what then so again I just wanted to talk more about that awareness piece and I want to encourage you guys as I wrap up here if you're seeing things, especially on social media, right? Like people are always like, I hate social media. It's just so negative. I don't get that. Like I don't get a ton of negativity. I don't see a lot of negativity in my, my, my social media. Reason being number one is I remove those things, right? But don't just remove them because they bother you. Question, why does this bother me? Why does this bother me? Is there a reason? Is there awareness that I need to find? Is there something that I can grow on with this? Or maybe it's just a really negative, hateful person and they do need to go because those, those do exist. But guys, even all these people that are, are, are commenting, and again, I am getting a lot of positives. Like I'm getting a lot of, yeah, I know I, I sacrificed so much to, um, to be able to be at my parents or to be a parent, to be at home. It was really hard, but blah, 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 blah. So I'm getting a lot of positives too. Um, but even the negatives, you guys, they don't bother me because I know it's not about me. They're lashing out because it's something about whatever's going on in their life that they aren't happy with. But they're also not willing to do anything. So kudos to anyone, if you guys, if you guys catch this podcast, if you're new here, kudos to you if you are one of them that said, I don't like my situation, you can help me. I've been in conversation after conversation the last three days and I truly hope that, my hope is that they will at least take that step even if it's not with me, even if it's not with my team, I hope they'll go find something that they can go and start to create that supplemental income and maybe one day work less hours or not work at all outside of the home. So I love you guys. I thank you for, for your patience. Please go give this a share. I know there's a lot of parents out there that are struggling. It's hard. You guys are incredible. You guys should be, like, there should be a mom, a Mother's Day and a Father's Day every single day of the year. It is one of the hardest things that you'll probably ever do. But man, look at what's happening. Look at the lives you're putting on this earth and the, the, the independent individuals that you're going to create because of the parenting that you're providing. So just hang in there. Stay positive. I love you guys. Be blessed. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for tuning in to Level Up Your Life with Erica Dale. If you're loving this podcast, be sure to subscribe so you never miss any episodes. And of course, your five-star reviews are much appreciated. Be sure to check out whoisericadale.com for more free content and tips to help level you up.